0: It doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter what happened. You have a choice in life. You can let your past, you can let your circumstances define you and choose to let life grab you and pull you whichever way you want. Or you can take hold of it and be what you want to be. You can be good. You can be evil. Don't let life decide what your path is. You have the right to choose. You have the ability to choose. Even if you came from nothing, even if you have darkness inside of you, you can still prosper and be good or a hero or whatever you want to be.
1: You're listening to William McLean, a podcast host and fiction writer from Richmond, Virginia, discussing his latest writing project, The Dark Hero. He's our guest today on the podcast. Mm William, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here.
0: Thanks for having me, Randy. This is a passion project of mine, so, and I've kept it close to the vest because, to be honest, I haven't quite finished it yet. It's not available for publishing, but I'll poured my heart and soul into this.
1: So Absolutely. thank you
0: for giving me a chance.
1: Yeah, no problem. I think uh, everybody in the author community can appreciate kind of that work in progress and still trying to, to get it done.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's quite bit of process. It's been a it it's been a long time coming. I'll just, I'll just say
1: that for now. Absolutely. So, William, how's the weather today out in Richmond?
0: Ah, uh, it's cloudy but not rainy. Uh, it's been raining all week, so I'm glad for the break, luckily. And I, it's been calling for snow for the longest time, but you know the weather keeps on changing. So it's like today it might be snow, now it won't. Virginia is very strange. We can get four seasons in one day, basically. But, right, but today is all right. <laughs> well, that's good.
1: At least it's good
0: today. How's it where you are?
1: Uh, about the same. A uh, little bit chillier, probably. But sun's yeah. out. I'm uh, up in Philadelphia, so not not too far away. That's
0: good. Yeah, Philly's a nice city, I've heard.
1: And, uh, yeah, I've, I've uh, spent a little bit of time in Richmond. And uh, it's really nice right on the river there. They've got the... Uh, Kind of that little park area.
0: Oh, we've got a ton of parks. Like th- there, there's parks at schools. There's parks everywhere. So if you love nature, Virginia is a great place to go. Uh, some friends of my mom's came into to town, and her son wanted to go to to go fishing. And there was dozens of areas where he could have gone fishing. So I love the nature here.
1: Excellent. So before we get started, I just want to say thanks for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. I'm glad that
0: connected to you. I'm glad you um, re- glad you reached out in the community that we're a part of. Absolutely. And otherwise, I d- we've never probably met you.
1: Yep. <laughs> it's uh, the good old network, social networking, in Facebook.
0: Yeah, yeah. It has problems, but it connects people.
1: Totally. So, William, how did you come up with the idea for the dark hero? The dark hero. It came from my love of
0: superheroes. Ever since I was ch- as a child, I've loved superheroes. I don't remember what my first superhero was. It probably was Spider-Man in 2003. But the idea for the Dark Hero itself came from an idea of another story I wrote about uh, um, a school of superheroes. Uh, I wrote, originally brought, wrote about another superhero. I had ideas for like four different books for that one. still have them. But one idea stood out to me. Eventually, I wanted the character to experience darkness and struggle with it. And so one day in college, I thought, why not write a whole nother story about a guy who struggles with darkness instead of trying to force it into that existing hero? And that's how the dark hero came about. One one grain of, of inspiration from another hero spawned a whole other book.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that's... Uh... That was pretty cool then coming up with a new character. Right, right. So you're also a podcaster. Tell me about your podcast, Heroes United. Heroes United is,
0: it's a community. It's a place where I can talk about what I wanted to talk about for a while, superheroes and all of its different forms. I'm not knowledgeable about everything involving superheroes, but I have certain types of knowledge. I watch certain shows like Arrow and Flash on the CW. And I don't really know anybody in my personal life who follows it like I do. Like, I watch it every week or almost every week. I I love watching them, as an example. Like, and I'll go and watch superhero movies when they first come out most of the time. But, you know, I just had all these ideas and no one really to talk about them. No one who really appreciated it like I did. And so for a couple of years, I've I've been thinking about how do I go about expressing my passion about it to the world because I know there's other people who think like I do and have the same ideas and who want to share them, but it was not really a place. I mean, there's YouTube and stuff, but YouTube is oversaturated and I don't really want to go to message boards because they're full of toxicity. The reason I, I cover both Marvel and DC on my podcast is because there doesn't need to be hatred between the two parties. The people who love Marvel don't need to hate DC and vice versa. I love DC. I love Marvel. Except these days, I love them in different ways. Marvel movies are are really the way to go with uh, in, ter- in terms of live action movies. But DC, they have animated TV shows and I love their TV shows on the CW. And so that's where I love them the most. And their live action movies, in my opinion, haven't been that good. And so... I love different aspects of both of these genres. And, yeah, I might cover stuff about other superheroes. I might cover my own book, of course. I'll cover some of the Disney heroes. I just love superheroes in general. And this is a place where I can go, where I can just express my opinions and express my love of superheroes and share it with the world.
1: Yeah, that's really great. Um, growing up, I was a big fan of The Flash, so that was a big uh, inspiration for me.
0: Oh, yeah. The, the Flash is excellent. There's so many, it's so good that they had to clone them like five different times. There's so many <laughs> Flashes and so many Speedsters. It's yeah. awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, as a kid, I uh, collected the Marvel Comics and DC as well. And I never really tried to pick sides. So I'm, I feel like I'm in the same boat as you.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's good. A lot of like the quote-unquote fanboys, personally, I hate that term, it is, it's kind of derisive and derogative. But a lot, a lot of the people say that, oh, Marvel sucks, oh, DC sucks. I'm like, in my opinion, DC movies aren't that good until you know Wonder Woman Aquaman. But they're, they're, they're trying. I respect them for trying. Even if they turn out to be a complete disaster, they put their heart and soul into it most of the time. Sometimes they'll feel like corporate cash – Like, it's just just for the money, but for the animated shows in terms of DC, I really do love them. Marvel movies, just they're just on point. And, you know, these superheroes have changed lives. They've saved lives. They've changed the world, really. No one used to care about superheroes in, like, the 90s. They were just for children. Yep. And and they've gone, and these modern-day heroes have gone a long way towards changing it.
1: Absolutely, and before I kind of get into some of the details, just sticking on the, uh, the DC movies just for a sec, um, what were your thoughts on the whole Zack Snyder kind of leading it and then getting asked to step down? Uh, yeah, the, the DC movies,
0: uh, it, it's a mess, unfortunately. They should have just – if they hired a director, they should have stuck with them because then I've seen it so many times. You get so sort of confusion – you got someone's different opinions coming in. You, you've, got, you've got all this mess. Now everyone needs to adjust to a new director, a new scriptwriter. And with Zack Snyder stepped down, it's just it's like you got someone else's vision, and that can work. But you you really you really can't you can really can't um, switch switch it up too much. Otherwise, you get a ton of confusion. So, I don't follow DC news quite as much as Marvel, but you know, it, I, I still love them in certain ways.
1: Sure. So, the listeners are probably wondering who is your favorite Marvel character and who's your favorite DC character?
0: Oh, my favorite DC character, it, it, it would be The Flash. It would be. CW has gone a long way towards changing that. And my favorite Marvel superhero is Black Panther. Mm. At First, it was Iron Man, but after that movie, after dressing up as, as Black Panther for last Halloween, I, I I just love the character. I don't actually read comics, so I don't know about the whole history of him. I'm not I'm not for everything superhero. I don't consume everything superhero related, but the movies and TV shows that's where I really stand. But Black Panther definitely for Marvel, and The Flash for DC. And it's all thanks to these new age heroes.
1: Yeah, certainly. The, the new movies have brought it to a whole new audience. Yeah. So, William, growing up, were you always into creative writing or did it develop later on?
0: <laughs> Funny story. Um, I always was good at writing, but I never did it as a hobby. Like One day when I, when I was a kid, I messed up and I was given writing as a punishment. And so I didn't know what to do, so I just started writing on paper. At first, my stories were dumb. Some of them were Harry Potter-related, like extensions of certain Harry Potter stories. But then I realized I always had this idea in the back of my head for another superhero. And so I started putting it on paper. I was required to write every day as punishment, but it started to become more and more fun, uh, the creative writing aspect. And so I started during that time of punishment, that month or so, I started putting the superhero on paper, and it developed. I was like 10 at the time, so the story was a disaster. It was all <laughs> over the place. Looking at it now, it's just like, what What was I doing? But the idea was and is still there for that original superhero. That's not the Dark Hero. That, that was the story that the Dark Hero originated from. So I never really had an interest in creative writing until I started – doing it myself. I've always been good at English class, but English class and creative writing are two separate things. Yep. So that's, that's how it came about.
1: And as a kid, did you have any authors that you particularly admired?
0: Oh, a lot, several. Now I won't say a lot, but several JK Rowling, hands down. Harry Potter series was, is one of the greatest stories that, that have been written for, for, for young adults. Um, A character, uh, an author named Brian Jakes, creator of the Redwall series, Um, uh, James Patterson, who is the creator of the Maximum Ride series, and a bunch of other things. But that's where I knew him from the best. Ro Stein, definitely Goosebumps series. I I had the entire original series and most of the two thousand series, as well as the Choose Your Own Adventure series. So those are my top four authors as a child so i had a lot of inspiration my parents used to read with me as a kid and that really helped me out that really helped my learning and it helped my creativity
1: yeah that's really good to hear i do think that as parents reading to your child just instills that love of the of the story
0: yeah i don't do as much reading nowadays as an adult that i did before but you know the passion's still there. It just life sometimes gets in the way. Yep, but reading understand. is important. <laughs> Read with the children, parents. <laughs> PSA from a non-parent. Because so I'm only 26.
1: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell me about your writing routine. Do you like coffee shops, quiet living room? How do you like to write?
0: Quiet living room and bedroom. Uh, I don't need to go anywhere to really write. I could write from the, the comfort of my own home. Sometimes, of course, I might like change rooms just to change up the routine so I don't get too too stuck in my ways because writer's block is real. It took me five years to get my first story even to a modicum of, sim, of sense. It didn't really make any sense. I, could, I had to rewrite it and put it on paper, but it, it was a mess that first time. And so my creative process involves um, a, lot of, a lot of natural thinking. Sometimes you can't force ideas. Sometimes you just sit down and write and get 10 ideas. But moving around a lot, I'm a very mobile person. So I might walk around and think of ideas and think of how to put sentences into the proper structure and how to get characters' motivations out of them. But that's for me. Some people are good sitting down, but my creative process involves – walking around thinking of ideas. And I care a writer's block by honestly going to do other things. Sometimes it might take a day or so to get rid of it, but just going through my daily routine and, and leaving the book aside, leaving a chapter aside will do wonders for me at least. So if you want me to elaborate, I, I can, but it's a pretty simple routine.
1: Yeah it's sounds like uh, it works for you which is uh, all that matters. Yeah. So William what inspires you to continue writing?
0: The love of my story. I absolutely love writing The Dark Hero. The Dark Hero is, is an amazing story and it's gone through multiple rewrites and I tried to get it published in a previous form but it didn't get published traditionally and so I took a few-year break from it, and then I got back into it. But one inspiration I have was my aunt. She's actually started writing. And so it's an autobiography. It's just a fiction story like mine is. But having someone else that that also writes, who actually has dealt with the struggle, uh, really, really inspires me to keep going, inspires me to at least do something every day, at least do something every week. Uh, it's not a perfect strategy I have, but it's what keeps me going. The fact that I want to get my story out there, that I want to get it published, whether it's traditionally or self-published. Um, it's just, I believe the story needs to be told to the world. And I want I want to be the one to, you know, get it going because this is my passion project.
1: Absolutely. So you mentioned your aunt. Do you have any other mentors that helped you along your writing journey? Um, no, not in my personal life. Just the, pe-
0: just the people from my childhood have all, the, who have already written stories like J.K. Rowley and stuff. And oh, I'm used to do some writing. She doesn't do as much creative writing now, at least not that she tells me. But no, no, no one. Actually, no. Uh, there was another writer I had named Ruth well, another writer that I knew named Ruth, she actually read my story back in its old form. And she enjoyed it. She thought it would be a good idea. I still have her email telling me that the story would do well and she could see it going big. I'm not too worried about it going big, but that was a that was a big boon to me when I wasn't sure I could do it. And so I, I take less breaks now. I keep going chapter by chapter, word by word revision by revision. So, you know, my my aunt, my mom, other writers, Ruth, they're my inspiration.
1: Yep, that's the way to do it, little by little. Eventually you'll get there. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about Dark Hero. Tell me about the premise of the book and what it's all about.
0: The Dark Hero is about a young man named Brian He's, he's 18 years old, he just graduated high school, and he's living in Miami, Florida. This guy is just a normal guy, he, he goes to work, he gets food, uh, he just hangs out with his co- colleagues, uh, just an average, ordinary guy. And when I say average or ordinary, I mean like 9 to 5 worker, has some talents, just, just goes about life. Uh, you'll see other heroes who are, who are like, hey, they're masters in engineering, and they can invent cool things in their basement. Brian is not that. He's literally just an average guy. But one day, fate has different ideas for him, and he just stumbles upon this, this villain who has been wreaking havoc for the police. He's a wanted fugitive named Valder. Valder has apparently the ability to disappear, so police have never caught him. And one day, Brian, after coming home from work, he stumbles upon Valder, just in the alley somewhere. He's been shot by the police, and he is dying. He tries to pass Brian, trying to intimidate him, but Brian decides, in the spur of the moment, to stop him. And so he, he knocks him to the ground, and Valder can't get up. They exchange a few words, and Valder hits him with something, something some strange black material comes out of his hand and, and covers Brian's face. And then he falls unconscious. When he wakes up, he's different. He has some sort of dark, heavy power. And this power is darkness. the Literally, the the superhuman ability to use darkness, he struggles with it for a while. He doesn't know what to do with it. But eventually, after he masters it, he decides that he doesn't want it anymore. And he undertakes this journey to get rid of his powers. He doesn't want to use them. He doesn't want to do anything with them. He just wants to get rid of them and be normal. But once again, fate has different ideas for him. And he, along this way to get rid of his powers, he helps people using his dark powers. He doesn't think it's possible, but he's able to do good using such a a heavy, seemingly evil power. And so the point of the story is that it doesn't matter what you have you can use you have the ability to do good or do evil and it's full of action like i've gotten much better at writing action scenes it's quite quite a fun challenge
1: yeah in the comic book world that's uh that's key if you can master that
0: Uh uh-huh that's that's why i'm doing a novel because i cannot draw i (laughs) suck at drawing (laughs) like stick figures maybe that that that's the extent of my drawing the people who can actually draw are amazing. Yeah, that's man. why I chose com. That's why I chose a novel instead of a comic book, so I can get that comic book feeling on words or using words.
1: Sure, yeah, maybe someday down the line you can make the uh, novel into a comic book.
0: Yeah, or a movie. It could work. It could function either way. Absolutely. I come from an acting background, so I would love to have that thing be a movie or a television show or something.
1: That'd be cool. So with The Dark Hero, how would you describe your typical reader out there? What is their age group?
0: Young adults, uh, 9 to 12. But it also can appeal to adults. But it's a young adult novel targeted towards them. Uh, cho- children, to y- children to young adults, that, that's, my, that's my demographic. But it's not a kid's book, necessarily. It's in that teen, young adult category.
1: And you mentioned um, using your talents, no matter what they are, to do good in the world. Um, Yeah. Expanding on that, what would you like your readers to take away from The Dark Hero? It doesn't matter where you came from.
0: It doesn't matter what happened. You have a choice in life. You can let your past, you can let your circumstances define you and choose to let life grab you and pull you whichever way you want. Or you can take hold of it and be what you want to be. You can be good. You can be evil. Don't let life decide what your path is. You have the right to choose. You have the ability to choose. Even if you came from nothing, even if you have darkness inside of you, you can still prosper and be good or a hero or whatever you want to be.
1: Yep, that's a powerful message. We all have the choice. Mm -hmm. what advice would you give to the younger version of yourself who's just starting out as a writer
0: don't don't quit keep keep on trucking like get your ideas down on paper don't don't let life stop you and you you were in school you were young but that doesn't mean you have to stop doing what you're doing like get your ideas out on paper make sure to keep on writing and you know, get all your ideas on paper. Don't let things slip by. Like you you have you have journals and stuff, use them. <laughs> I've had so many ideas that I just forgot about and thought about years later and then I put it in journal. But it could have helped me years ago. So I'm lucky in that regard that I actually got some of those ideas back.
1: Yep, I think we can all relate to that one. Yeah. So, William, what other projects are you currently working on? Um,
0: in terms of writing, I'm just writing my current book, and I'm doing podcasting. I'm uh, going to have a few guests on uh, later down the line, and I'm going to be on some other people's podcasts. But it's really just podcasting, writing, and a little bit of copywriting. Uh, with, with copywriting, you might know what copywriting means, but – sure. Copyright in the writing sense means writing for companies, writing for businesses, writing for people to right. help sell products or to raise awareness about certain products because that's the way I can use my creative writing to help other people as well as put money in my own pocket. Let's just be real. That's, that's part of the point of writing. We, we want the money.
1: We all need to live on this, uh, on the earth.
0: Right. <laughs> If it weren't for that, we could all go into the woods with an RV and just do whatever we want. But (laughs) that's not the reality.
1: So, William, where can listeners find your podcast?
0: Oh, uh, the website is heroesunited.buzzsprout.com. You can see all my episodes, all four of my main episodes, plus a bonus one. I'm going to be having some bonus episodes. And you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Heroes. The podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud, as well as on the Alexa app. Uh, well, it's coming to the Alexa app. I'm having trouble connecting to the internet. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Alexa... <laughs> Oh, my God, you heard that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's redditing. But, yeah, you can find us on all major platforms <laughs> under Heroes United, the pictures of, of superheroes, a man and a female.
1: Excellent. And once it's published, where can listeners find your book, The Dark Hero?
0: I, thanks to my aunt who got me back into self-publishing, I would probably be self-publishing it. The reason I didn't self-publish before, like years ago, is because it used to be very expensive and hard to market. But now, I don't know all the details, but you can actually self-publish it in mass for a whole lot cheaper, and it's your book. Like you can get it out there much faster, or I can get it out there much faster. So, um, you'll be able to find. I'll probably have it on Amazon on Kindle. I'll need to decide what I do then, but I would definitely keep you appraised. Once it's done, uh, however long that's takes, I don't really have a time frame, but I would definitely let you know so that you can get exact details. But for now, I'm just focusing on the writing process.
1: Thanks. And we've also got your podcast website linked up on the Creative Writing Magic website and our Twitter feed.
0: All right. That's good. Yeah, heroesunited.buddsprout.com.
1: Heroes Excellent. And before we close the show, are there any other final thoughts you'd like to share?
0: Um, writing, it's been a journey for me, a long journey since I was 11. And I'm glad to finally you know, get the opportunity to to get my book out there and to get my ideas out there as far as superheroes in a podcast. I am the type of person where... I can't do things I hate just for the money. I need to do something that I love to do. And so it sounds cliche, but it is so true. Follow your dreams. I can't, I can't stress this enough. I can't, we can't be miserable our whole lives. We can't do things just because society wants us to, or just because we need money. We need the happiness. And so that is what I'm striving for with my book, with my podcast. And I hope,
1: hope my words help people. Follow your dreams. Great advice. Okay, so that's all the time we have for today. William, thanks so much for being a guest on the show.
0: You're welcome. Thanks for having me.
1: This was a lot of fun. Thanks for stopping by today. Anytime. And thank you, listener. You make this all possible. If you like this podcast, feel free to support us on Patreon and consider subscribing. The link to Patreon is in the description. Also, if you're an aspiring writer and would like to learn more about writing coaching services and story outline coaching services, contact us on the Creative Writing Magic website. And also, be sure to subscribe to the email newsletter to receive email notifications when new episodes are available. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Stay inquisitive, support the arts, and keep creating. Bye for now.